You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Sleep. It's never the same after you have children, is it? I mean, I expected some sleep deprivation with my babies, but I thought that as they grew into toddlers and into early childhood, that we'd be back to a full night's rest. Ha! How wrong I was. Natalie Herman is a certified sleep consultant and mum of two. So she knows all about the trials and tribulations of getting a child to sleep and to stay asleep. Hi, Natalie. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me today. Look, let's start with the very basics. How much sleep does, let's say, a two-and-a-half-year-old need? So a two-and-a-half-year-old actually still needs quite a lot of sleep during the night. Um, I would say to have a rested child at that age, possibly between sort of 11 to 12 hours. Now, obviously, that's the optimal amount of sleep. So anything sort of way under 11, I would say your child would be in minus sleep. Um, There are some two-and-a-half-year-olds that still sleep during the day. I would say for those parents, they're very lucky. (laughs) (laughs) And and in those situations, you don't really want them sleeping more than sort of an hour and a half because otherwise they'll be difficult to put to bed at night. How about a five-year-old? I would say a five-year-old is more sort of around the 11 hours at night. Um, as, as you can see, they still also need quite a lot of sleep um, and definitely shouldn't be sleeping during the day. Yes. No, we don't want that happening. Look, no. <laughs> let's talk about um, families who have two children in the same room and let's base it on those ages because I know children obviously change a lot. But if we're looking at um, children who are around two and a half and they've just moved into, let's say, their big bed in their sibling's room and the sibling is about five – How do you go about putting two children to bed at the same time? Yes, so that's um, what I would actually do if if there is a chance is to even just put the two-and-a-half-year-old to bed even 20 minutes before um, you bring in the older child just to give that younger child a chance to fall asleep initially on their own before their sibling comes in. And the good thing about having a five-year-old is it really is an age where you can rationalise with them Um, and explain sort of the new dynamic beforehand um, and sort of try and get them on board in terms of, you know, minimal disruption once their their younger sibling comes into the room. So um, before sort of the bedtime routine starts, you can take them aside and I always say like recruit them, you know, into the process and explain um, that, yes, it's going to be really exciting to have their sibling in the room, but they are a bit younger and they do really need a little bit more sleep. So it's important um, just to give them that chance. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Natalie Herman, who is an expert, a certified sleep consultant. She's also the mum of two. So she she knows that it's not always plain sailing when it comes to getting our children to sleep. We're talking about older children. We talk a lot about babies and sleep. But as most parents know, it doesn't necessarily mean a full night of sleep when your child gets older. Speaking of uh, our desire for a full night of sleep, Natalie, what are some of the reasons that children will wake at night? So I think um, it's a very good point that you raise. Um, and often, even if you do have a baby that slept really well, um, a toddler or a sort of an older child can actually become a poor sleeper, even if as a baby they were a good sleeper. And a lot of the reason um, is mostly because of their overtired. 
so either their you know their day is way too stimulating for them or they've got a very late bedtime um, or or if the bedtime is actually not consistent um, and it's very drawn out and you see these children at the kind of you know at the age of five or six that sort of fall asleep only really at like nine o'clock at night that's that's sort of way too late they really need to be especially school-aged children um, you know who are sort of using their brain a lot during the day that can actually make them very exhausted um, so a consistent bedtime routine but also consistent bedtime hour is really important the other thing I would suggest is to really minimize the amount of um, activity that they do after school I think parenting these days we tend to overbook our children a lot during the week and sort of fill up their days quite heavily um, which just causes them to be very exhausted and to sort of wake up at night. Um, and, and the old old one of like really minimising the amount of technology they're watching right before bed is very important because a lot of the time that causes them to have nightmares during the night, um, which at the age of sort of four, five, six, it's very common. Um, and the other thing is just to be really consistent in terms of your approach to their sleep. So you know, if, you, if you're allowing your child to come into your bed during the night on a regular basis, they're going to think that that's part of their normal routine and they're going to expect that every night. So if you want to change that as a parent, you need to ensure that um, every time they do come into room, which I know is very difficult, I have this problem myself, but that you sort of gently take your child back into their room and, you know, explain that, that they've got their own room to sleep in versus yours. So um, it's sort of managing... Um, their days minimising the stimulation and just being very consistent. What's a good time to put children down and does that change as they get older? So this is sort of, you know, the question that everybody wants answered and it really is dependent on every family. Um, I think between the hours of 7 to 8pm, if we're talking about that age range, um, would be perfect. Um, anything after 8 um, is sort of getting, you know, I think I personally think a little bit too late. Um, maybe when they're sort of nine or ten, you can kind of stretch it out a little bit. But anything under that, I would sort of stick to, as I said, like between 7 and 8 p.m. would really be the optimal time. And what about those parents? I have heard of parents saying, my child just will not go to sleep before 9 p.m. What would you say to them? So it's very, um, I hear this every single day in, in my work. Um, you know, my child just really isn't tired. And in fact, they're probably overtired. So it's um, sometimes really difficult to differentiate as a parent between a child that has a lot of energy and is happy and is awake to a child actually being in an overtired state. So I always say that if your child has a lot of energy kind of between the hours of seven to nine, um, you know, a very, very active and verbal and kind of just wanting to play in their room, then they're probably actually quite overtired. Um, so if you do have a bedtime of nine and you want to make that earlier, probably every few days to gradually kind of make it sort of 15 to half an hour um, earlier every few days, that would be good just to get it back to sort of a more regular time of, as I said, between seven and eight. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. We are talking about every parent's favourite topic, and that is sleep, with Natalie Herman. She's a certified sleep consultant and mum of two. And we're talking about older children, those that are around two and a half and five, because we do talk a lot about babies and sleep, and that is a difficult time. But uh, we thought it was time we had a chat about when children are older. Now, Natalie, asking for a friend, of course... What if you lie next to your child until they fall asleep? How do you change that habit? 
Well, I would say this is the most common issue that parents face with children of this age, and I can say that I've also been there in that situation. <laughs> um, so um, I think that, again, it goes back to what type of message um, and expectation that we want to set for our, ch- for our children in terms of their sleep. Um, they'll always be guided by us in terms of learning what to expect. So um, it, I would say that a habit is developed after about three days, um, so if you're sort of spending, you know, three days lying down next to your child, then they're just going to expect that that would happen every night. Now, for for a lot of people, they don't have a problem with that. It doesn't bother them. Um, you know, they, their child falls down to sleep next to them at night and then they take them straight away to their room once they're, you know, deep in sleep. And for other people, it causes an issue. So if you are one of those parents where you really don't want to continue with this, I would say you just really need to go cold turkey um, because, you're either setting an expectation that it's allowed or you're setting an expectation that it's not and your child will be guided by you. Obviously, it's not so easy to implement what I'm saying, but it's just making sure that um, there's boundaries um, in terms of sleep and that they understand you know, what the boundaries are. Is it ever too late to get your child into a good sleep routine? No, I definitely don't think so. And I think, you know, as we, um, you know, often as an adult, we're a good sleeper or a bad sleeper based on how we slept as children or even babies. So I don't think it's too late. There's so much research out there that says, um, you know, there's a connection between poor behaviour and poor sleeping habits, um, you know, in sort of school-age children or in toddler age. And I definitely don't think that I would ever give up on, on trying to establish healthy sleeping patterns for my children. Natalie, thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. That was sleep expert Natalie Herman. And if you would like some more sleep tips or to actually contact Natalie directly, she can help you with your own family. Head along to our website, kindling.com.au. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.